lobster t-shirts and lobster bobblehead dolls and inflatable lobster pool toys and clamp-on lobster hats with big scarlet claws that wobble on springs. Your assigned correspondent saw it all, accompanied by one girlfriend and both his own parents, one of which parents was actually born and raised in Maine, albeit in the extreme northern inland part, which is potato country and a world away from the touristic mid-coast. NB, which means notobini which the audio commandant wants me to tell you means note well, but actually really means by the way. All personally connected parties have made it clear from the start that they do not want to be talked about in this article. For practical purposes, everyone knows what a lobster is. As usual, though, there's much more to know than most of us care about. It's all a matter of what your interests are. Taxonomically speaking, a lobster is a marine crustacean of the family Homaridae, characterized by five pairs of jointed legs, the first pair terminating in large pincerish claws used for subduing prey. Like many other species of benthic carnivore, lobsters are both hunters and scavengers. They have stalked eyes, gills on their legs, and antennae. There are a dozen or so different kinds worldwide, of which the relevant species here is the main lobster, Homaris americanus. The name lobster comes from the Old English lopestre, which is thought to be a corrupt form of the Latin word for locust, combined with the Old English lop, which meant spider. Moreover, a crustacean is an aquatic arthropod of the class crustacea, which comprises crabs, shrimp, barnacles, lobsters, and freshwater crayfish. All this is right there in the encyclopedia. And arthropods are members of the phylum arthropoda, which phylum covers insects, spiders, crustaceans, and centipedes slash millipedes, all of whose main commonality, besides the absence of a centralized brain-spine assembly, is a chitinous exoskeleton composed of segments to which appendages are articulated in pairs. The point is that lobsters are basically giant sea insects. Mid-coaster's native term for a lobster is, in fact, bug, as in, come around on Sunday and we'll cook up some bugs. Like most arthropods, they date from the Jurassic period, biologically so much older than mammalia that they might as well be from another planet. And they are, particularly in their natural brown-green state, brandishing their claws like weapons and with thick antennae a whip, not nice to look at. And it's true that they are garbage men of the sea, eaters of dead stuff, although they'll also eat some live shellfish, certain kinds of injured fish, and sometimes one another. Factoid. Lobster traps are usually baited with dead herring. But they are themselves good eating. Or so we think now. Up until sometime in the 1800s, though, lobster was literally low-class food, eaten only by the poor and institutionalized. Even in the harsh penal environment of early America, some colonies had laws against feeding lobsters to inmates more than once a week because it was thought to be cruel and unusual, like making people eat rats. One reason for their low status was how plentiful lobsters were in old New England. Unbelievable abundance is how one source describes the situation, including accounts of Plymouth pilgrims wading out and capturing all they wanted by hand, and of early Boston seashore being littered with lobsters after hard storms. These latter were treated as a smelly nuisance and ground up for fertilizer. There is also the fact that pre-modern lobster was cooked dead and then preserved, usually packed in salt or crude hermetic containers. 
Maine's earliest lobster industry was based around a dozen such seaside canneries in the 1840s, from which lobster was shipped as far away as California, in demand only because it was cheap and high in protein, basically chewable fuel. Now, of course, lobster is posh, a delicacy, only a step or two down from caviar. The meat is richer and more substantial than most fish, its taste subtle compared to the marine gaminess of mussels and clams. In the U.S. pop food imagination, lobster is now the seafood analog to steak, with which it's so often twinned as surf and turf on the really expensive part of the chain steakhouse menu. In fact, one obvious project of the MLF and of its omnipresently sponsorial Maine Lobster Promotion Council is to counter the idea that lobster is unusually looks or unhealthy or expensive, suitable only for effete palates or the occasional blow-the-diet treat. It is emphasized over and over in presentations and pamphlets at the festival that lobster meat has fewer calories, less cholesterol, and less saturated fat than chicken. Of course, the common practice of dipping the lobster meat in melted butter torpedoes all these happy fat specks, which none of the council's promotional stuff ever mentions, any more than potato industry PR talks about sour cream and bacon bits. And in the main eating tent, you can get a quarter, which is industry shorthand for a one and a quarter pound lobster, a four ounce cup of melted butter, a bag of chips, and a soft roll with butter pat for around $12, which is only slightly more expensive than supper at McDonald's. Be apprised, though, that the Maine Lobster Festival's democratization of lobster comes with all the massed inconvenience and aesthetic compromise of true democracy. See, for example, the aforementioned Maine eating tent, for which there is a constant Disneyland-grade queue, and which turns out to be a square quarter mile of awning-shaded cafeteria lines and rows of long institutional tables at which friend and stranger alike sit cheek by jowl, cracking and chewing and dribbling. It's hot and the sag roof traps the sky.